Hi, everyone, and welcome back to yet another cracking edition of the Matt Brown Show. This is the Secrets of Fail series where we are talking to entrepreneurs and CEOs all about their epic business blunders and everything they learned in the process of failing. And with us in the hot seat today uh, is none other than Jason Miller. He is the uh, founder and CEO of a number of companies, but today we're going to be chatting about Strategic Advisor Board. Uh, that's strategicadvisorboard.com. Jason, welcome to the show. Yeah, man. Great to be here. Uh yeah, we all have the same 168. Thanks for having me for a few on your show. Yeah, man, it was this is all mine, dude. So you know what's coming. Uh, let's get on uh, with the elevator pitch. Uh, what exactly are you guys up to over there at uh, Strategic Advisor Board? Yeah, <clears throat> so Strategic Advisor Board, just really simply put, is a management consulting firm. And uh, so it's think management consulting, but bolting on advisory board too, to mm -hmm. that. So we'll go in and do advisory work and and also management consulting. Uh, I got a great team. There's a team of 10 of us over there. We're all CEOs um, and we all are partial owners of that company. So it's very unique from that standpoint. Um, yeah. And our purely our focus is creating rapid revenue for companies. Awesome. And who are you consulting to typically? I see you across industry, but are you looking at enterprise or small, medium? Like where's your... Where's your sweet spot? Yeah, we usually work between a million and 60 million is where we work. Um, I found below that it's difficult in our model to work and above 60 hits mid market. So now you get more in the corporate models and so on and so forth. Yeah. So yeah. in the happy medium there, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I spent uh, in another life, I uh, I, used to, I worked at Accenture. So I was doing when, when the internet happened and uh, every, everything was running on-prem. Um, and then people were like, oh, we can run our processes in something called uh, Internet Explorer. And then <laughs> and then yeah. things like PeopleSoft happened and, you know, web-based technology, all that kind of shit. So I did a lot of traveling and, uh, and you know, management consulting and that kind of stuff because it was just so new. Like people just didn't have a clue, you know. So, right. Yeah. yeah. All right, bud. Well, look, let's get into the meat of the potatoes of the story. Uh, what is your epic story of fail for our audience around the world today, Jason? Oh, man, I could stack up a bunch of them, but <laughs> a whole lot of them. But I'll use since we're talking about strategic advisor board. So before that, um, the, the company was called something else. So I had a, a model similar to it, right? That was the test bed for what the strategic advisor board is today. And I brought seven partners into that company. And not knowing all of them really, really well, they were all powerhouses in their industries and so on and so forth. And we got the company up to about four or five million pretty fast. And one guy I didn't really know very well. Um, all of a sudden, we I, I opened up the bank account and it was gone. <laughs> Right. All the money was gone, right? And uh, he lived overseas. I'm not going to say where, but he, he didn't live in the U.S. And finding out later, he had some things that happened. He was getting sued, all these different things. And basically, it was an opportunity for him because he knew we weren't going to chase him anyway. Um, and... That was an epic failure because at that point, we all just went, 
we're done. We wrap, we wrap the company up and shut it down. And, and, and I, I regroup cause I was the one that brought the model together. I regrouped it, did it for myself for a little while hit the point where I couldn't take any more clients. And then I scaled it to what Sab is today. So that's crazy. Eh? Um, so, so what actually had, did you ever get in? Did you ever find the guy? Was oh, anything? I know where he lives. I just, yeah, I know exactly where he lives. I just, uh, it just wasn't even worth the headache. Yeah. Really. Well, you spent 23 years in the, in the military, my friend, <laughs> you know, that's the kind of guy, kind of guy you don't want off to you. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's funny, man. So look, I mean, when you think about that whole experience, uh, Jason, like what stands out for you as a key lesson, right? That you now take forward with you. Yeah. The key lesson is no matter what you do in business, choose your partners, choose your JV partners, people that you decide you're going to lock hands with. I don't care if they're just affiliates, people that refer to you. Be extremely selective about who you choose to work with because once you get in that bed, it's hard to get out of it, right? And so take the time. It's like an employee, right? You don't just go see somebody on the street and go, man, you you look really good. Like you probably know Microsoft Word really well. I'm hiring you. No, you got to vet people a little deeper than that. So I even go so far nowadays as I hire a PI and have people run their whole everything. It's like running a whole background check on people. Yeah. So yeah, you should. And it's interesting. Like uh, I interviewed my my dad. I know you have your your own show as well. You should get your your dad on there if he's still around or someone like that. But I was chatting to him, and you know, I said to him, you know, because he's also you know founded multiple companies, blah blah. And I said to him, you know, like, what's the one, if you were to give yourself one piece of advice about business or building businesses, he said, and he said something really surprising to me, he said, trust people less. And I thought it was quite a, it was quite a powerful idea, isn't it? Because you kind of feel like, well, trust is what transactions and relationships are built on businesses or people, relationships and different people, people, build businesses, whatever. So if that fundamental pillar of business is questionable, then what does that mean? And how do you apply criteria or filters to understand whether to trust anybody or not? Because it's such a difficult thing to do. There's intuition and there's PIs and stuff like that. But even then, like you could be completely clean or the guy could be completely clean or she, you know, and then, and everything seems fine. And then it's a total fuck up at the end of it. You know what I mean? Um, and it just happens. It's like, a, I, don't, I don't think I've met any successful CEO or entrepreneur over the last decade or 25 years even um, who hasn't had some major like issue with people, like whether that's hiring the wrong people, having money stolen out of bank accounts. Uh, like I spoke to another friend of mine, uh, Nick, he runs Audio Militia. And mm-hmm. he was saying like, like the CTO and a whole team of developers were went all, like in the business employed full-time were building their own products. And it's like, how do you know? Like, you just don't know. Like, and I've got countless other stories about that. Yeah. See, I'm with your dad. I, I just have a little tweaked version of that. Yeah. And it's trust, but verify. Right. So I have just a little bit of a different, uh, a, a different way to look at it, but there again, you can only verify so much, right? To where, you know, 
you can't always know everything, but then at some point in time, you do have to, you, you've got to put some things in the hands of others, right? It's mm. just, you can't do it all yourself, right? No. Possible. So, yeah, I just, I, I, I do the trust, but verify and do that as well as I can do it. Mm. <laughs> so. Well, you know, th that's why I'm a great believer in like this idea of like trust is earned in drops and lost in buckets, you know? True. So if you adopt that philosophy and you just guarded with, you know, access to systems or banks, whatever, you know, whatever makes sense for you, then, uh, then you, you like the, the problems are sometimes preventable, if not avoidable altogether, like the consequences aren't as hectic. Um, right. but it's your point, like it's a, it's a very difficult thing to get right. So Jason, if you could get into the, uh, Matt Brown show time machine and kind of go back to yourself at that moment in time. Like, what would you do differently now, knowing what you know, in hindsight being a perfect science? What would you do differently and why? That's easy in this situation because I already set that up in, in this company. And yeah. that is none of us have the ability to transfer money, period, right? I don't even. Our accountant is the only one that has access to the bank account. So we have to go to our accountant. <laughs> If we're going to do distributions, any of that, my whole team only has read access to our bank accounts. They can see everything just like me. I can see everything, but I can't transfer money either. Um, and that's how I fix that problem. Nobody can take money out of the account, but the accountant. So unless the accountant's shady, well, then we got another problem, but. <laughs> that's even worse they can steal it and make it look like it was never there <laughs> uh, get, hope you trust and verify your accountant <laughs> yeah yeah but that's been i mean that's that's been set up and working for me that way for now the last almost six years yeah and, you know it's very successful i it's one thing i don't have to worry about anymore and you know it's when you know your accountant, I mean, I know my accountant really well. Um, she just happens to live up there. So, <laughs> so I can't trust her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know uh, who the hell I'm going to uh, trust at all. I see so. what you did there. Two birds with one stone, hey? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, so, Jason, what's your advice then to other CEOs, entrepreneurs about, you know, the importance of failing or the process of, of failure to become successful in, in your business ambitions? Yeah, it, it really comes down to this. Just keep going, right? Especially when it sucks. Keep going, you know, pick up your rucksack, put it on your back, quit feeling sorry for yourself, right? You're not on an island. You're on one if you want to be, but you're not. Quit feeling sorry for yourself and keep climbing the mountain, right? Mm -hmm. Keep going and don't stop, right? Mm -hmm. And you'll find out very quickly if it's right for you or not, right? Mm -hmm. Because people tell me all the time, I have no idea how you do it. And it's like, I do it because I have four people up there that I want to have the life I didn't have. So every day I strap that freaking rucksack on and I start climbing the mountain every day, right? Yeah. And you get kicked and you fall down 30 feet. I get up, dust off and keep going, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm. And that's what you have to do as a business owner. I don't care if you're a corporate CEO or you're just a small business owner running a shop downtown. You're going to get kicked in the face. (laughs) Get up and keep going, right? Yeah. I had, I've had a few Navy SEALs on the show, like Rock Denver, Lev Bavin, Mm -hmm. uh, and a few others. And I always ask the same question, like, you know, how similar is business or entrepreneur building businesses to going to war? Like what, what the feelings, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. Um, and every single time the guys have all said pretty much the same thing, which is it's exactly the same as going to war. The only difference is you're not going to get shot, but pretty much the feelings of uncertainty, doubt, fear, all these things, they're like wrapped into the same thing. So I always, always say like businesses for, especially when you're in the early stages where you, you don't have the luxury of runway, you don't have a lot of things that only time will give you. Um, and so when you don't have those things to your point, you have to just keep moving. You have to keep hitting Like, it doesn't matter what happens. You just have to keep moving. And I remember when I was 26, uh, my first company, I've sold my first one. So I thought I could walk on water. Right. And then, and then luckily the second one, the universe is going to fix that for me. But I remember it not working. And I, I, like, I was like, oh shit, like that's, that's terrible. Like I felt so bad about myself. Like I beat myself up. I was a failure. This and that It was completely the wrong thing to do. But I didn't have that experience to say, well, actually, what are you going to do now when it, when shit gets real? You know, are you going to be the victim or the victor? You're going to, and it's a choice. Um, and so you have to choose every day uh, to become the victor in the end. It might not come today, maybe in a month or three thousand days. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, but you have to choose to keep persevering towards that thing, no matter what and how hard it gets, and the sleepless nights, and the whatever, you know, yet you just have to keep moving forward, and that's what I believe why Navy SEALs are so successful, just U.S. military in general, is because they trained with that mindset in mind. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, you don't have the luxury of, you know, leaving the wire, and then something happens, you know, your guy next to you takes a bullet through the throat, right? You don't have the luxury to stop, and like have empathy or any of that shit, right? Because you're now all you're thinking of is how do I get the rest of my men back home, right? Yeah. I just lost one. That sucks, right? But how do I not lose any more, right? And yeah. it's the same thing in business though, right? Yeah. It's the exact same thing. Only we don't we don't run around with rifles. We run around with uh we run around with freaking keyboards and stuff. <laughs> right? An so, email. An email. That <laughs> email yeah, bullet. Yeah, shoot my email. <laughs> <laughs> 10,000 dead. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. Uh, Jason, what about books, tools, and, uh, and resources and stuff like that that you recommend? Well, so, I mean, there's a ton of resources and tools out there for for business owners, depending on what the stage of life you're in, obviously, but, um, but a really, really good book that I always recommend people read is called rocket fuel because you got to know who you are. Right. Mm. And it'll kind of show you whether you're that architect or integrator. Right. And it's a short read too. And there's a little quiz and all that kind of stuff. And there's a million of those different kinds of things that tell you that kind of information. But but this one's just kind of a quick and down and dirty. And to know who you are is how you'll best serve your company 
if you're not an architect or a visionary, don't sit in that seat, right? Get the right person to sit in that seat. Don't try to be a COO if you're not a good integrator, right? Mm. So th- those simple things like that. So that's a really good book. Um, you know, tools wise, man, there's just Jesus. There's so many tools in the in the world nowadays, but you know, having a good CRM system is what sets your company up for failure. And you can ask anybody that knows me, don't ever ask me to open a spreadsheet. <laughs> I will literally come across the freaking phone and choke you to death. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do spreadsheets. It's 2023 for Christ's sake. <laughs> We have technology that does all that stuff and it does it way better, right? Creating customer journeys, all these different things. Um, Mm. I use a system called MPRO. Um, I'm a little biased because it's one of my companies, but um, we kind of custom made that system to fit any company. And it's the one that all my companies run off of. Hmm. So um, it's a really good system so on and so forth. The other book is a little self-serving maybe, but I believe in the Trinity and how we plan our business around the Trinity. The Trinity is the strongest shape in nature. So why wouldn't we plan our business functionally around that? So uh, another good book to learn that operational side of things is it's called Be Good, Be Brief, Be Gone. Um, and it's one of my books. It's It's got a blue blue uh the cover is blue so um but no i mean i've got a ton of my own books but that's probably one that really goes deep into process for sure mm-hmm. how many uh, books have you written 13 international bestsellers crazy man so when's so, your next one coming out i have a new book series of three that'll probably be out in about two months beautiful yeah. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah. I've got a couple coming out next month. So I'm super pumped. Super awesome. pumped for it. Yeah, man. Secrets to fail, obviously being one. And then uh, I've got another one around influencer or influence. Um, so yeah, cool, buddy. Well, look, thanks so much for coming on to the show. That does conclude your time in hot seats. Uh, great to chat to you. Um, and congrats on all your success, man. And thanks for being on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Like I said, we all have the same 168. So thanks for having me on your show. Awesome. Anybody else or everyone else rather, we'll see you again soon. Ciao for now.